Okay, let's hope for no robot voices. Oh, Lord, 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 goddess, get us into Cabo Cove. Please, please, please accept this podcast into Cabo Cove. Please show us the way. Show us the way. Um, hi. Boom. Hi. Boom. Pow. Boom. Battle Angels. Pow. Battle Angels. This is For the Girls Podcast. I am Nick Westrate. I'm Jason Black. We're coming at you with a uh, really exciting current uh, for the teens episode. <laughs> exactly. We are keeping it real. This ep- this podcast is for teens. <laughs> it's basically only for teens. It's definitely not just for grandmas or your mom or your senior citizen babysitter from the 90s. From the 90s. <laughs> yes, because I... Yes, yes, exactly. It is... Yes, yes. That's this is an 80s, truth. 90s senior citizen babysitter or maybe your drama teacher brought you over to her house to listen to a podcast because we were the first podcast ever in the 80s and 1991. This is the podcast... Uh, for people who say that they're obsessed with the women of CBS. Exactly. This is a podcast for anyone who really likes to solve crime, but also then have a nice herbal tea and maybe play a game of euchre after it. And then go back to your TV and get touched by an angel. Or maybe oh. get some medicine from Dr. Quinn, oh, mama. That lineup. That line up. Shit, what are we doing at Dr. Quinn? Dr. Quinn stands right the fuck in. Yes. Oh my God. We are medicine women. If you haven't figured it out yet, this is a podcast about queer people and their obsession (laughs) with divas, also known as iconic female performers, also known as CBS screen icons from 1991. Yeah, we can't say it enough. This, you know. in all of these times, and the times past, and in the times present, uh, Nick and I have always just loved um, our our ladies. Yeah, we went to the and school of divas and us, we did. and we now talk about it all the time. Some episodes, we have guests on, and they talk about their favorite divas, and then every other episode, it's just me and Jason jamming about our favorite divas, because the list is long, and we had to make our state-mandated podcast, because it's a law, and then we made a million dollars from the podcast, and um, now you're all caught up. So welcome. And this is a, so this so Nick. This was a gag that I submitted to Nick like when we started this over a year ago. And I was like, I was like, okay, girl, like, do we do something like diva news? And you were like, no, that is absolutely <laughs> not what we're gonna do. And then today, Nick's like, but I actually I have some diva news. I so have some somehow diva news. You have changed that perspective. We also text each other a lot with diva news. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, but that's secret. Those are kind of our, that's our secret, that's our secret stash. That's our secret podcast that we record and just send to each other. Um, okay, yep. so here's the Diva News. Diva News is coming up next week. We are starting our double episode on Lisa Kudrow's masterpiece, The Comeback. Masterpiece, The Comeback. So get your rewatch on. I don't know if you have any extra time right now, but you can rewatch The Comeback Season 1. That is going to be next week, so get on it. And then two weeks after that, we're going to do Season 2. I'll keep our guest as a surprise, though. It'll be a surprise guest? Yeah. Yeah, sure. But we have a fan who, when I asked who this person's diva was, they were like, Valerie Cherish, like immediately. So it was really fun. We taped it out in LA a little while ago. Um, the comeback is eternal, so rewatch that shit. I think it's free. It is. Right it's now. a Bible. It's a Bible. It's a Bible of truth. So <laughs> it's a truth Bible, as opposed to the Bible. normal Bible, which is a fake truth Bible. It's a that's a lot. That's called the lie Bible. <laughs> <laughs> it's like laughing on the outside, also known as laughing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was that the Aretha Franklin? 
Aretha Franklin album. I'm laughing on the outside now, sweeties. Okay, babe. Uh, well, what's the... We hear you, honey, because that's laughing. <laughs> Look, Rosie, I'm laughing. I'm laughing. <laughs> I'm laughing, um, Rosie. Well, you... What else you have? Um, Diva News, also the day we're taping this. Fiona Apple has just dropped the album. Uh, it's called... Uh, Fetch Me the Bolt Cutters, based on, of course, our favorite, one of our favorite divas, Jillian Anderson's character, DCI Stella Gibson from The Fall. Pitchfork says it's a perfect album. Everyone's doing a fucking listen-through of it. So all of you gorgeous battle angels who were like, cover this, everyone's covering it. Literally everyone on the internet is covering this. You're probably so sick of talking about Fetch the Bolt Cutters by now that it's Tuesday. So uh, we love it. We love Fiona Apple. Go for it. But if you want to change a pace on other diva news is that um, Icon, who uh, we've only ever, I think, really gotten into on the Christmas episode, um, our Miss Kelly. Kelly, <laughs> Kelly Clarkson. Is asking us to dare to love. She is. She, in she released seven her, languages? Six languages. She released her, sing, her single, Dare to Love, in six languages. Yes. Iconic, let me, iconic, iconic diva move. Mm-hmm. I know. Oh yeah, and keep mm-hmm. keep hopping on our our um, Rona Bops and Rona Feelings playlists. We're posting them on our stories. It's on Spotify. You can collaborate with us and build playlists right now. And um, yeah, Miss Kelly. Also in Diva News, uh, I just read this morning that Paula Abdul keeps claiming that she survived an airplane accident for which there is no evidence that there was such an airplane accident. <laughs> Girl, that's old. <laughs> you, are you getting hip on this conspiracy? I'm just getting hip on this conspiracy today, and I'm really here for Miss Paula, and I believe her. And women should be believed. Yes, women should be believed, but also, like, you know, when when you're, like, you know... Uh, Almost got your PhD in pharmaceuticals. Like, like Miss like Paula she Abdul. Could maybe have been, yeah, I feel like she maybe could have, in her truth, been on a plane. <laughs> Absolutely. That was crashing. She flies every day. She's, yeah, she, <laughs> she's always flying. She, she is, uh, yeah, she has, she sets her wings to auto, <laughs> auto, autopilot and is soaring through the clouds. She's soaring right now. And she just passed. She just passed <laughs> hey, the skies Paula. of LA. Hey, Paula. Um, Okay, so let's let's Wait, get on hold to. On, po- I have what? a little more diva news. Oh shit, <laughs> this is a long Fuck. segment. Um, I, in other diva news, I watched the movie Colwell the other night on Showtime, starring Miss Karen Allen. It is Miss Karen Allen's Diane's Diane's Palms. It's a beautiful movie. It's really great. You have to watch it. And then last night, I watched an amazing film on Hulu <laughs> called Border. <laughs> Starring a, tr- starring a true diva named a character, Tina, played by Eva Melander. And just everyone get on that shit right now. Yeah, I would say, I would, I would say don't look up um, what, Border. What, don't look up what it's about. Just watch it. Don't, just click play and sit with your feelings because it's like such a great ride. I actually went to the... Oh, back in the good old days, um, we have an independent theater in L.A. called Lamely, and they had opened up a new location in Glendale. And so I went with all the Mimas at 2 o'clock. Um, Were the Mimas like watching Tuesday. Border? Yes, there was like seven of us. Fuck. and I, So that was also very, very fun for me. And let me just, so all, like, this isn't giving anything away, but you're going to be full fucked after the movie. And I stepped out like still in the light of day and I could not find my car for an hour. <laughs> I even what? called. I just straight up, I just straight up law. I just like law. I just left my mind. So that's what that movie did to me. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Yes, it will. Mm-hmm. And I also, like, mm-hmm. in my universe where For the Girls podcast runs the Academy Awards, could you imagine Academy Awards last year that was Miss Karen Allen for Colwell, Miss Eva Melander for Border, Alfre Woodard for fucking Clemency, Mary Kay Place for Diane, and Diane Keaton for Palms. I mean, that's the kind of world I want to live in. Uh, well, yeah, we can only... Well, maybe we can start really imagining living in those worlds <laughs> going forward. So, beautiful, iconic. Uh, that, that would be fun, like a, like a dream team list up sometime. Mm, yeah, I mean, always, always. Fantasy, fantasy Oscars. I did it this year on my Twitter. That. Oh, see, yes. Well, but I, you and I always do it on our vocal, on our with our vocal cords on the phone. <laughs> we do. Here's, that's another secret. But you know, Diva I love thing my we do. I- iconic lists. You know, I love to put together you a do. list of a something, and I keep them you like s- all year long. Um, I started trying to make a list on a on a post it to um yesterday, and I woke up and I looked at it, and it just said groceries. <laughs> Good job, babe. So. so I reminded myself I'm proud of, of that you. much. I'm proud of I, you. I knew yesterday there was something very specific that I was going to do with that, but I didn't. Um, so thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Are we okay. done? Is this segment done, bitch? Diva News over. Dude, boom. So we <laughs> shut that chapter now, and now we open up this chapter. And it's a lot. Um, it's a lot. Uh, uh, kitties and kitten cubs. Uh, yeah, it's a lot. Um, I don't even know where to begin. It's been, um, uh, you know, the past few weeks have been uh, a little tough for us. Do you want to start and tell everyone why? Or, Well, I don't know how to start and tell everyone why. I can say that So the way that Nick and I are, are viewing it is, so we have been trying to come at you with this episode for a week now. Mm-hmm. The journey started about a week ago. Yeah, a little over a week and a half ago. It's been and tough. It's, and it would be a reference, I would call this our hero's journey. Mm. Mm-hmm. We're not sure we're going to win yet. We, we're not sure we're going to make it across the finish line and get this episode to you. We still don't know. Have any of you read The Odyssey? <laughs> I doubt it. There are, no women, there are very few women in it. But <laughs> Is there someone named Jason in it? No. Is that Jason in the Argonauts? <laughs> Argonauts. It's mm. like The Odyssey or, oh, what's a better terms I could put it in for you? The Journey of Natty Gan. It's like the journey mm. of Natty Gan, or like Brave, or like <laughs> Brave the, the, <laughs> the Pixar movie, the Pixar? Okay. or like Palms. You know, our mom turns into a bear. <laughs> We're yeah. racing against time. We are moving to a retirement community. We no, there, no, no. But there's a sense that I am Diane trying to save everyone around me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is really just me and you in this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, which is, I guess, that's everyone. Oh, my cat. Um, that's it. Uh, you know, and you fight and you fight and you fight. And I just think you just, you still stay in that puffy coat and you don't know where you're going. Um, because I'm just going to lay it out for you because we realized (laughs) that we have been locked out of heaven. Yeah, we've been like, well, yeah. Um, what we were trying to do is re-enter paradise, mm-hmm. and we weren't prepared for paradise to shut its doors on us. Paradise's doors have been shut. Like we would get, we would get, we would, you would, we would get so far as to get to the gift shop and then they'd be like, oh, so just go out this store. And then we were right back out from where we began. Mm-hmm. It's that, and you can't, we couldn't even buy anything in the gift shop. So it was, um, 
It's been, <laughs> it's been a journey. We're being, we're being really mythical right now <laughs> with this podcast. Well, so dig. If you're still with you us, I love dig. you, and you are officially a battle angel now. Yeah, it's gonna go deep. So okay, okay. So all, all, all of this, all metaphors aside. <laughs> Greek religious talk that we've been saying. Bitch, we are trying to bring you one of our iconic, our favorite murder she wrote. One of our My Favorite Murder She Wrote episodes. And I was like... And Cobbett Cove doesn't want us. I was they hunt- don't want us to do this. They've, we've been locked out of Cobbett Cove. I was That's trying to find the app. We were paradise. trying to decide on which of the iconic Cobbett Cove episodes we were going to go through. Oh, is this Origins? This is Origins. This is giving all. you Origins, kiddos. Yes. So we were trying to decide which one to go through. And I just, you know, room up. I just rev up my old Amazon Prime to look through my apps. Mm, guess what? Jeff Bezos, world <laughs> villain, has taken... Cabot Cove off of Amazon Prime. It's not even, it's not that you can't even stream it. You can't even fucking give him more money for it. No. No, you can't rent it. It's like, it's like, it's like you see all of, you see all the tasty episodes with the descriptions and that's mm. it. And there's that's no it. clickable option. Not available. So I, of course, then get on to my favorite app, Just Watch. Just Watch is a sponsor. Yeah, Just Watch is a sponsor of this podcast. So I just want to be completely honest about that right here up front. It's legit Nick's sponsor of his life. Like anytime I'm like, (laughs) hey, hey, do you think... Just, just watch it. Just watch. Just watch. It's an app that tells you what is available to stream. So we look. I look up Murder She Wrote. Okay, it says it's available two seasons on something called Filio. And two seasons on Hallmark now and two seasons on DirecTV. So I was like, okay, babes, let's hit it. So I get a bunch of free um, trials for all of these services. And it turns out. And this is within minutes. So Nick's like, Nick's doing all of this within minutes and then texting me, live texting me his subscriptions to the Hallmark Channel. Right. So it turns out Hallmark Channel, you can't watch shit on that. (laughs) Except for lots of really interesting movies about murder that all star women who used to be on Days of Our Lives. One of my favorite. And we're going to do a dive. One of my favorite ones is called Murder She Bakes. Oh, shit. Who's in that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. Um, I didn't recognize that one. But, but here's I the, love the title. Here's the other hack, um, Kitty Cats and Kitty Cubs, is that you have to hit cancel on that membership as soon as you <laughs> get it, or else you're going to be paying $149 to something called Filio, which is nothing but like a DVR service for some kind of basic cable in Tennessee. It's, it doesn't, so, and Filio sounds like a bread company or like Tennessee's Philharmonic. I don't know. It is, it felt not to be trusted. And like yeah. you first, all you do at first is you put in your telephone number and then they, yeah, then they give you their like janky DVR with, with commercials, which we will get to. And then like three days later, they're like, JK, put in your credit card number if you want to continue on your free mm-hmm. trial. Mm-hmm. And I'm and Nick and I are calling and we're like, what is this? What is this? So we initially had started off with we had one episode and it was perfect, uh, kittens. It was so good. And then once we descended farther away from Paradise into Filio, we only had what six options. Yes, there were seven n- options. No, four options, and they kept changing. Four options for episodes that because we try on my favorite Murder She Wrote episodes to stay in. Paradise, Paradise, also known as Cabot Cove. But it's turning out that Cabot Cove is a bit like 
Brigadoon in that <laughs> it, it just disappears. bitch. <laughs> if you, Where you leave it, you go in, you fall in love with J.B. Fletcher, you leave for a second. You log out of Amazon Prime for one hour and it disappears on you. So we finally get this episode. We watch it. We do all of our shit. We get a fucking episode so ready for y'all. And then what? And we then we record that episode. And then what happens? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I can't because now all I'm thinking about is us doing a Comic Cove musical <laughs> that is based on Brigadoon, but also includes a murder mystery in it. But for no reason, Comic Cove is like a also magical. Di- Anyways, that I'm. Whew, that gave me that gave me a that gave me a saving the paradise. I was saving that, that one for you. Mm, that feels good. That feels like I'm washed in beauty right now. That was in my oh, rewrite okay. of this Sorry. episode. What was your prompt, bitch? <laughs> so we record said episode fully. We fully oh, we, record this episode. Oh, okay, no wait. So I'm gonna stop him yesterday. there. I'm gonna stop him there. I'm gonna stop him there. We we get on, and my computer my computer has been in, infected with untruth and we can't skype <laughs> we can't facetime we finally get on the good old google chat and like and, and full it's disclosure still... google hangouts is a sponsor of this podcast oh my god yeah are you kidding yeah, me they um, that's how we got our first million dollars when we started this was google hangouts anyway so i just want to be honest let's be honest because and that took 15 minutes and so we're like ah 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 ah, ah and we're stressing out and then we do some iconic test, and it sounds per- it sounds it sounds good. It sounds okay. And then uh, we tape the whole thing. And then my side, after we listen back to it, sounds like this. And that's being generous, y'all. Yeah, it, Jason was possessed I was denied. by a robot. And I was denied. You you couldn't even understand any of it. We had to scrap the whole episode, reschedule. Then I freak out and I'm like, okay, we have to do a new episode mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of Murder oh, She yeah. Wrote. Oh. So then I have to right call my mama, this. my mom, my real mom, and get do the iconic millennial move of getting her cable login to her cable service. I'm not going to tell you who that is because they are also a sponsor and do this whole thing to try to find out if that would have some Cobot Cove on it. Then I calmed down a little bit um, and decided we would just give you the same episode again. So we yeah, each, we were like... Because we write we these like, we out. Can't be, we can't be in the moment, man. We can't be in the moment again, man. Because it's based, we base this on our favorite podcast, My Favorite Murder, where Karen mm. Kilgariff and Georgia Hardstark just basically write out a murder from Wikipedia and then read it to each other. Yeah, kind of so. tell each other what the murder is about, which is kind of funny because we both watch the same episode, so we already knew the outcome. Yeah, we tell so. we tell each other the same murder. Though it would be fun to do a double one where we I, do I thought two about ups. that, bitch. That would I thought be, about that. that would just be hot. how long that would be, but that would be hot, yeah. <laughs> it would be really long. It um, would be really long, I think we <laughs> So we had to... Re- I had to rewrite my whole murder yesterday, but make it the same murder, but kind of put a different lens on it. So... We know it's hard for everyone right now because everyone can't watch Murder, She Wrote. We're all locked out of Cabot Cove right now. And we know that that's making people stressed. It's making people overeat. It's making people undereat. It's making people sleep all day. But that's why we're here to read you 
the plot of a Murder, She Wrote episode today. We're going to get on our bikes with Jessica Fletcher and we're going to try to enter her again. Mm-hmm. And with a with a hope and a prayer in a hair salon, we're going to get in to mm-hmm. Cobbett Cove and yes. we're going to be able to do this thing. I also am going to snatch all your wigs off. If you're, we have only just one more possibility for, if you want to do a Cobbett Cove live-in. If you have live stream channels, if you have a real cable, ooh, with a TV, mm-hmm. um, we have found, and we couldn't use it for our podcast, but if you need to use it for your soul, there are nightly streamings on Hallmark Mystery Channel. Yes, that's a real thing. Hallmark mm-hmm. Mystery Channel. Yes. Every night, they do a whole binge of random episodes of Murder, She Wrote. So, that's... We're going to give you that, and now... Then, wait, and, and, now, the, and the other hack, wait, the other hack, ooh. if any of you were watching my Twitter rant about this last week, my good friend oh, and friend oh. of the podcast, Deborah Wolfson, also known as Deb, was tweeting at me. She was like, bitch, just buy it on eBay, and, which I did, and then tried to send Jason the same season four of Murder, She Wrote from eBay, and he was like, I don't have a DVD player or a television, which I knew, but yeah... So but he was maybe going to try to get me to go to my boss's house <laughs> and sit in her son's bedroom <laughs> and watch an episode of Paradise in a place that is not paradise for me, honey. And I said, okay, 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 Miss Bat, you have battled hard, but this is a battle too far. We cannot win it that way. And oh. so, okay, we are here. Let's take a deep breath. Let's all take a deep breath. And let's... Go to Cabot Cove. Are we get ready, on, girl? Get on your bike with its mm. little basket on the front. And just as you crest the hill, you see... Do you see, hear the tinkling? Do, we, do you hear the tinkling? Can you hear the seagulls? Crest over the hill and you ride down through the winding, placid, peaceful, murder-hiding streets of Cabot Cove, Maine. On massacred a, streets, the blood stained, the blood stained streets, imaginary city of Maine. We're, we're here. We're <laughs> all capital here. of the world. Our tranquil heaven. Our tranquil heaven, and we're all here. Oh, and it's season seven. The episode, Lord knows what episode number it is. A body to die for. Mm. That's right. So you're riding your bike through Cobbett Cove, and what do you Sexy. see? You see something new in the kind of shopping plaza. You know those kind of little shopping, small town shopping plazas with the cobblestone street? There's one of the stores that have been empty for a while now says Wayne's Workout above it. Something's new here. Because what has Cobbett Cove been missing? Cobbett Cove has everything. You have a doctor, Dr. Seth Hazlitt. You have a world-class mystery writer, J.B. Fletcher. You have a sheriff. You have people at the wharf. Getting lobsters, pulling them out of with those little lobster buckets. But what don't you have? Up until season seven, Cobbett Cove did not have a sexy gigolo personal trainer named Wayne. <laughs> named who, good old Wayne. Who runs a big old workout joint called Wayne's Workout. And it turns out the ladies of Cobbett Cove fucking needed this shit. They needed there is a coven of women in Cobbett Cove of the horniest thirstiest ladies you ever done known and they needed to jazzercise good evening. you feeling your neck though stay a two-way <laughs> left 
down, Nancy. Huh? Left down. Uh, Wayne? Yeah? I'd like to book you for a private session. After class, I'll take my camera. Looks good. Step with the toes, Betty. Back. Keep it going. Big girl. Well, look at you. Well, uh, it's nice to see you in the Sports Illustrated Swim Today show. You keep it up next year, you'll be on the cover. What a gorgeous bottle that is you share, isn't it? You sweet-talking devil, you. I'll tell you left, I'll never understand. Neither do I, honey, neither do I. <laughs> okay, ladies, time's up. Time's up. Very good. morning. You guys are doing wonderfully. And we knew that there were covens in this town from our last episode, The Witch's Stump. But this particular coven that needs to jazzercise is filled with four women. And now, I want to say, to get on our Euripides, to get on our Euripides, mm-hmm. I consider these our Greek chorus. Yes, this, this is, is our Greek, Greek chorus. chorus. Y'all, so we're this is this is this is the this is the Medea story. Yes, not really, or maybe the back guy. They're kind of like the back guy, like the crazed women who are filled with the lust of the gods. But they also kind of keep the. Do you know what I mean? They kind of keep the narrative going, like they Mm -hmm. keep popping in. They're gonna they're gonna guide us through this app. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Do you think, like, Wayne's, like, some place, like, on the dotted line of Wayne's store, it says, um, men allowed but not encouraged? <laughs> I mean... Just, just me? <laughs> just me? I mean, he does encourage men later. He encourages Sheriff Matt to join. There are legit... I mean, come on. This is, this is like, this is around that time, and it still is the craze of legit workout gurus. Yes. Where people are obsessed with, like... Like, usually some shitty man mm-hmm. um, who, like, kind of starts a craze. But I think and... in the 90s, that was more for women. There were a lot more guys who were like, I'm not going to work out. That's gay. You know? No, no, I'm saying, but it's usually men who start these crazes. Absolutely. I watched a horrible documentary on Nephos about Bikram Yoga, y'all. If you want to oh, see that, it's yucks. so scary. Yucks. It's so scary. I'm so glad that he has been kind of semi-ostracized okay so our coven our jazzercise coven for wayne is filled with these four women ruthie lil icon Icon. lil horny horny evie eve simpson also icon and icon of television sally struthers as nancy motherfucking larue those are our four women in this coven and Wayne has aerobicized them. He has given them fruit drinks. He has given them private sessions at their homes. And they are here for it. They are at class every day. And they need every single one of these fucking outfits. All of them. The outfits are on fleek. We're giving like, they're even wearing like little fascinator hats. They're giving you 80s windbreakers. They're giving you headbands. They're giving you wristbands. They're giving you ankle bands. It's a kind of fun thing. This, there's just this, this kind of fun like juxtaposition of um, the '80s crashing into the. You know, I mean, it's, I think it's '89 when this this season happens. Yeah, or '90. Um, yeah, sure. Yeah, or '90. But it's still this kind of like worlds kind of changing and coming together and and our and, para, and paradise. Mm-hmm. So like the looks are kind of brushing up against like 
somewhat of an older sensibility, and I'm here for it. Yes. And they are all, he is making them sweat to fuck. And they are to all, filth. they're sweating to filth. And what do they need after class? They need to drink an orange juice. Oh, an orange juice and a rub down by Wayne. Because Wayne mm-hmm. likes to touch, like Wayne knows that if he just does a little slight touch of the nip of the back, whoo, the mm. tingles go, the tingles go. They, he, he has them under his trance. So luckily our, kind of our episode heroine, Evie Simpson, Eve Simpson, she somehow gets over her horny panic for Wayne and she goes to work. And she's at her office. She's a real estate mogul, I would say, for Cabo Cove standards. Yeah. Do you think she's? Do you think? Do you think Eve owns the only real estate agent? Oh, I can't, I don't. Th- she maybe. Seemed, I, she seemed like the think? only game in she, town. The only game in town, right? Yeah, I think so. I think Cabot Cove is like that. It's like there's one doctor. There's one real estate agent. There it is, has to be. There's one fortune teller. There's a thousand guest stars. Thousands of guest stars. Yeah, I think there's one of everything. There's one of there's one of everything, and also like at least sixty or seventy homicidal maniacs. So, (laughs) (laughs) at least at least sixty or seventy killers and killed a day, a day. Yeah. So, Horny Eve goes to her office, and we thought after seeing her in Wayne's workout world, we really thought we knew where her love lied. Lied. Mm -mm. No, honeys. Because she meets a sexy 60-something widower named Fred, or Freddie. And Fred, his daughter has gone to college. He's a widower. His wife has died. And he just wants to move out of his big mansion in Boston and buy the Sullivan Farm. That's right. He wants to be a farmer. He wants to live that fucking farm life. He wants to milk those. <laughs> he wants to milk those cows, and he makes even makes like a very dirty milk joke to Evie to turn her on. Yeah. Do you uh, do you plan to keep it a dairy farm? Yes, I do, but I don't plan to do the milking. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course not. Frank. Farmer! Farmer! <laughs> Y'all, that's our bodyguard reference. That's, that's my bodyguard. That's my bodyguard. Imp- oh, I'm going to start doing that with people like, can you do impersonations? I'm going to just... Farmer! Farmer. That's my what Whitney the- Houston. That's my Whitney. That's my Whitney! <laughs> well, it's about a 40-minute drive, so... Uh... So let's go. Sooner the better. I want those cows to give milk, not cottage trees. <laughs> and so he is trying to buy the Sullivan farm and she's like yeah I'll sell you the Sullivan farm and he's like why don't you take me out to it in my red convertible why don't you oh. drive Evie and this fucking makes Evie's panties drop 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 she, on the floor like she's overweight like at this bricks. point boom. she's like boom give it to me so they drive away and who do they ride past when they're driving that's right star of our show Bucking God herself. Icon, God S herself, J.B. Fletcher. The ruler of heaven. Cobb the empress, Cove. the executioner of Cobb Cove. The judge, the jury, the, judge, the executioner, J.B. The lover, Fletcher. the mother, the father, J.B. Fletcher. Did, now does she the benevolent out? ruler. <laughs> does she work out at fucking Wayne's Workout World? Fuck, Fuck no. no. J.B. Fletcher's exercise is she takes bike rides with her girlfriends. That's right. That's what the and, board does. And I guess the reporter for the news? No, they just run into him. Paper? But oh, they do? Oh, for some yeah. reason I thought she was... Because she's like, I have to go slow. So she just didn't want to embarrass him for being so fast. Because remember, she has like, I, we have to be a little bit slower. 
Yeah, exactly. Because she doesn't oh. want. She doesn't need that heart rate going on crazy. She's yeah, having she's a bike ride with heart attacks. Icon of television, Sally Struthers. <laughs> We picked this episode, y'all, because we thought this was our Sally Struthers episode, mm-hmm. so we're going to get into it, but yeah, so... But it turns out Sally was like only had a few days to spare from her very busy schedule, because she's not really in this episode that much. But she and JB are taking an iconic bike ride, and Sally Struthers is telling Jessica all about Wayne, and she has this really sad line about how Wayne is helping her with her body, even though her husband doesn't like it. <laughs> so, Nancy, uh, what does your husband think about the new you? <sighs> you know, Clarence, after 20 years, he finally got used to the old me. <laughs> <laughs> and Yeah. So she's... Nancy LaRue, her character is almost as sad as the size of Sally Struthers' role in this episode. And she's a little sad, but Jessica's like, buck up. And then they run into Ben, the local newspaper man, the one newspaper man in all of Cobbett Cove. Yep. And uh, Jessica tells him that the only thing the women at the beauty parlor are even talking (laughs) about. He he writes it, prints it, spends all night printing it. He's a gossip columnist. (laughs) I guess so. She's like, this is the word down at the beauty parlor. One of these days, I'm going to have to meet this miracle man. You know, the ladies at the beauty parlor can hardly talk about anything else. And he's revolutionizing Cabot Cove's women. Wayne Bennett seems to be revolutionizing Cabot Cove's health habits. Yeah, this is also the only time I've ever heard Jessica talk about the beauty parlor. I thought that that hair just, I thought she just woke up in the morning with that perfect, beautiful, like perfectly styled coiffure of hers. But apparently she goes to the beauty parlor a lot in this episode. Mm-hmm. Jay, the yeah, fucking yeah. evidence of it. And if there is... If there is a beauty parlor episode in Cabot Cove, we want it. So write in and tell us about it. What was it. a beauty parlor that my grandma went to in Cass? And, oh, and Just Sally Hair. Just, Just Hair. Just Hair. It was run and by, that was in... Yeah. Well, go ahead. It was run by Tia. <laughs> and it was in Tia's house. It was in... No, it was in someone else's house. Okay, but it was in it was in like a yellow proper house, like you would go like a in Victorian like, house, and yeah. it had like a porch. Yep. Yeah. It was like Stu Magnolia's magazines. realness. It was. Like, it really was. My mom still goes to Tia, but now Tia really does have her shop in her house and not in town anymore because the economy and everything, you know. We used to follow a woman around for pretty much decades of our lives, and her name was Marsha. Remember Marsha? Mm-hmm. We would go get our haircuts by Marsha, Sheer yeah. Styles. Yeah, Sheer Styles. Um, <laughs> she, she would just, uh, but she, she, was always, she was always jumping shark on, on some place, so... We would be inside houses and inside different buildings. Anyways, Do you this think she is not the CIA? my story. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> she was yeah. on the lamb. She's, she's trying to get into Cabot Cove like we all are. Um, <laughs> she was in the witness protection program from Cabot Cove. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yes, Je- yeah, Jessica's like, yo, like the most important part of my every other day routine is getting a... Because you know what? Because my, my grandma would go just to get a comb out. Oh, like, she wouldn't get a... So she would go like pretty much. I think Billy's once a mom week just gets a just gets a blowout and set once a week. Right. Yeah. That's, that's that's old school classic. Yeah. So then next, Jess and Nancy Larue ride up to the pharmacy where Nancy turns out Sally Struthers. Pay attention, y'all. I hope you're taking notes. Sally Struthers works with her husband, who is a scary old man who runs the pharmacy. Hello, Wayne. Hi. We've got some imported aftershave on special. Uh, Nancy, want to open that case of dental floss? So the whole town is basically at the pharmacy at this moment. Jessica puts in a prescription order. Another place to be. Just another place the to be. The pharmacy. You're, you're either be at, at Wayne's 
or the pharmacy. That's, <laughs> or the that, hair salon. Or in the hair salon. Or the beauty shop, obviously. But Wayne is there at the pharmacy. He's trying to sell diet pills to the pharmacist. And Evie tells him that she needs a private session at her place tonight at 9 p.m. By the by, Wayne, uh, you happen to have an hour tonight. Uh, I really need a private. What well, could do you around nine? Nine at my place it is. Excuse me, ladies. Time to take your breath away. Eve, a few moments ago, your breath was taken away by Mr. Keppert. Oh, yes. Well, Freddie, of course, he's more my age. He's witty and intellectually we're simpatico. Well, then what's Wayne? Oh, Wayne's all hormones. And this is when you realize that he's also basically a gigolo. Ah, uh, don't. Come on. He has magic hands. He has magic hands. He's, we haven't mentioned mm-hmm. this. He's a snack. He is a, he's he like is a, a snack. He's a low He's snack. a 90s year old, year old snack. And this actor, I looked him up. He, um, <clears throat> he kind of stayed a snack. Uh, like stayed. He, he's a, just a built little thing. He's also a Scientologist. So, and he gave mm. a full on million, millions of his dollars to the place until he denounced it. And like, good for 2007. him. It's important yeah. to support your church. Yeah. Well, he did announce it in 2007, so we don't oh. need to be spreading rumors. Nice. He's, he was kind of one of the first. He like, came out with like a two-hour... Nice. Like, on, uh, it's on you, no, Elizabeth no, no, no. Moss, now. You can't get into Cabot Cove if, if with Scientology babies. No, so ma'am. No, no, ma'am. ma'am. Okay, so we're in the pharmacy. Evie is like, come over tonight for a private session. Yum. In front of all these people listening. That's important. Remember that. And then... Also, <laughs> at the pharmacy is Lil, one of our Greek chorus, with her husband... Joe? Jim Joe. Bob Who Let's Cares. Let's call him Joe Who Cares. So Lil, but Joe Who Cares is like, oh, you're the guy who my wife is so fucking thirsty for. And so they get in a fight. But Wayne is so strong from working out so much that he just like <laughs> pins Joe outside. How come the house is always a mess, huh? I mean, for his workouts, you got energy. For me, you got a dead battery. Because I have no work nights, Joe. Or maybe you forgot. Anytime you want to hire a housekeeper, be my guest. Folks, would you mind? Yeah, you're a real charmer, Bennett. Yesterday, I soaked my wife for a $99 custom-made showerhead. Guaranteed to spray her with vitality. Well, I'm the only one going to spray my wife with vitality. Look, I don't want any trouble. Yeah, good. Yeah. Yeah, well, let's just take your little Joe. dog and pony show out of town. Out of state. Uh, Joe! It was a real action part. This it's is a real, action This part. is like really exciting. Finally, moment. boom. Something's boom, happened. Boom. And then Jess sees this and everyone sees this and they're like, whoa. And then what happens when it gets real exciting in Cabot Cove? First time I saw that Bennett, I knew it was nothing but trouble. We cut to commercial. So, just in case y'all don't know. We cut to the Filio commercial. Like, who knows what the fuck we're doing? Here, I know. But. But your, I bet it's your computer that you're listening to this on or your mm-hmm. phone is not mm-hmm. safe unless you have something called LifeLock, which is being currently sold by television diva Angie Harmon. In the last year, there were three victims of cybercrime every second. When a criminal has your personal information, they can do all sorts of things in your name. Let me tell you, Angie Harmon, famous for Agent Cody Banks, Law & Order from the 2000s, and also a show called Rizzoli and Isles that I suggested to Jason that we do a mini episode on. And he was like, <laughs> I can't say those names. So I've never been able to say those names. It's like, I still can't. Like, I'm Rizzoli and Isles. Ooh, did it. Did it. 
Rigoliano. We can do it. See? Okay. Um, so if that's uh, on Amazon, we will possibly do an episode on it. Anyway. There are new cyber threats out there every day. So protecting yourself isn't a one-time job. It's an ongoing need. I, here's what, can I get back to this? I'm sorry. I, I thought that, I just kind of saw like, oh, for old people, LifeLock. And I thought it was one of those things that you wore around your neck. Mm-mm. That you life lock when when your life is locked no. and you have to press a button and no. it's what and, your and computer wears around its neck for when viruses come into it for when old people are like what's happening mm-hmm. Angie Harmon comes in and she's like I got it time to make sure that you have the right protection in place is now before a problem hits anyway end of the commercial we're back in Cabot Cove at the other place everyone likes to hang out the Where's old that? the old country inn. Where Evie Simpson, our thirsty real estate broker, is having lunch with her best friend, Jessica B. Fletcher. God, Jessica's so many BFFs. I know. Well, I mean, God loves all of her children. They sure do. Absolutely. <sighs> Evie is commiserating to Jess that she is so upset because she has to go up to Rockford. Well, that's just wonderful. Oh, what is it, Evie? Oh, I have to go to Rockport this evening. One of my escrows is about to fall through tonight. Of all nights, I had to cancel my uh, massage with Wayne. He was very disappointed. Oh, I imagine he was. And so she's just really upset about this, but then who walks up and makes her forget all about Wayne? Her her panty, her panty Her daddy panty creamer. Mm-hmm. Her panty creamer, Freddie. He comes up and... Farmer. Farmer! Freddie! Uh, say hello to my friend Jessica Fletcher. And JB is like, I've got a pile of work at home. I gotta go. And so Evie forgets all about Wayne because Freddie is there. But and Freddie, she forgets all about Jessica, too. When you forget about God... You, that's you, when you, you get into trouble. Big fucking trouble. So Freddie tells her that... My problem is I got all my cash tied up in a... Offshore Canadian oil venture. And so he's a little short on funds and he doesn't know if he's going to be able to buy it. And he needs to be honest with her that the only reason he wanted to buy it. Now listen carefully. I have an in with a congressman downstate. This is very confidential. A regional shopping center may be going up alongside the Sullivan Farm. They're going to need to bulldoze through the farm to make to a parking lot or make a McDonald's play place make a parking or something. lot for quote unquote paradise. <laughs> Me thinks not. Mm. Now the Highway Commission is going to need that acreage's access roads connecting the center to the throughway. Yeah, and Evie is like, in a year, that farm could be worth millions. Exactly. Good thing I have money, and my friends have money, and my I'll give it to you. My girlfriend's got money. I have some money. There's nothing to prevent you and I from pulling this off together. No. No, I uh, wouldn't let you take the risk. What risk? You said yourself it was a sure thing. I got some girlfriends. She's got her fucking coven, some and she's single, ready to give a single all coven. of their fucking money to Freddie the panty dropper. Tonight, I will bring home some clients' portfolios. And after I get back from Rockport, I'll see who might be in a position to invest in our hot investment opportunity. (laughs) So this is this point where I was like, fuck, these fucking episodes are very complex. The plots are interlayered. They basically were written by David Lynch. Yes, yeah, it's it's kind of a we're we're superimposing our Lynchian lens for sure on this. Uh, yeah, it's funny watching. We used again our origin of this was watching this at Nick's house with his mom Sally, and I I guess this must have just flown over our heads a lot of it. 
I guess so. Or maybe now I've just gotten stupider, but these plots are fucking complex. But I hope y'all are keeping up. Yeah, because Evie can't do that, can't give him all of her money right now because she has to go to Rockford. But she says she's going to deal with it when she gets home that night. So then she's excited about it. She's so excited. She's, she and Freddie are going to take over the world and make millions of dollars. It's their new business venture. But then right later around that, that evening, convertible. I don't know if anyone else is getting suspicious about Freddie at this point, but I am. I'm seeing a few red flags. <laughs> <laughs> you, that, you sleuth, you. And that evening, I'm no J.B. Fletcher, but I try. That evening, Freddie is outside Wayne's world waiting for fucking Wayne to talk to him. And he says that he was his coach of some kind. Nice operation, Wayne. Fred? Looks like a license to print money. What are you doing here? We're just struck it rich. Coach likes to keep track of his star players. It's a pretty queer scene. There are lots of queer overtones. Kind of like this new game of yours. Almost smells legit. It is. Hey, old buddy, it's me. It's me you're talking to. You got yourself in tight with all the ladies in this town. Like always. Well, it's okay if you're in the nickel and dime stuff, but... I got a better way to cash in. Our old standby. Real estate. And then I'm thinking that maybe he and Wayne used to be up to something not too savory together. Not interested. Oh, come on, Wayne. Don't force me to call your local chef. Wouldn't be good for business. Because Wayne, right? Wayne's like, no, 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 no. Yeah, Wayne is like, no, no, Nanette. I live in Brigadoon now. I'm not doing this with you. I'm doing this. I'm. I'm trying. I'm. I've got my own business now. Like I'm on. The I'm done with the con. Yeah. Yes, I'm just a fucking exercise gigolo guru. But, but Freddie's like, this is where the money is. So okay, Wayne. Right. For either of us, you're threatening me. <laughs> Kid, what you know, I taught you. And don't you ever forget it. And later that night, Sheriff Matt sees the lights are on in Wayne's World Party Place exercise studio. And he's like, hold up. What the fuck? And he goes inside the gym with his flashlight. Cause he's the As cop. all cops do when they see lights on in exactly. stores. Yeah, so. after 8 p.m., so, go yep. inside. And who's in there? But Joe Bob, angry husband, who had gotten in a fight with Wayne earlier in the day at the pharmacy. And so Sheriff Matt's like, no fucking way, Joe. You're going to jail. You can't be in here, Joe. No. And then we're at night. Eve finally gets back from Rockford. And she gets back to her fucking nice house. She kicks off those kitten heels. She jumps on her bed. Giddy as a schoolgirl. She grabs her little pink corded phone. Twists that it's right around her finger. Around her finger. Gets that cord going. She calls the hotel for her fucking boyfriend, Freddie. Mr. Capert's room, please. And the hotel's like, he's not here. And she's like, mm, that's not possible. My boy doesn't step <laughs> out on me. But he's expecting my call. Would you try the room again, please? And then she looks over the side to her desk, and the papers are kind of rummaged. And she's like, what the fuck? And she stands up, and who is lying on her floor? Fred, dead. I'm sorry, Mr. Capert doesn't seem to be answering. Dead. Blood. Dead. Blood. I was very thrown. I was everywhere. Thrown. I was it was gory. Twisted. It's season like, seven, so they're fucking we? into it at this point. What's happening? Like, How is Freddie dead? 
How is he not? He was supposed to be at the hotel, but now he's dead on her floor? I was so set up with Wayne being the victim because he was so important to everybody. But they threw they threw you for a loop like that yeah. by season Ooh. seven. They, oh, they know they, they know that. how they to fuck that. with you. So then they you cut. That. You've got the murder cut to commercial break. I'm glad to tell everyone that Depends is now doing home delivery. Now there's a better way. It's HDIS. We home deliver bladder control products. They're on it. They will deliver Depends to your fucking house. We offer all brands. We pay shipping. In an unmarked box. And use plain unmarked boxes. If we can help you or someone you care for, call for your free product sample pack and $45 in money-saving coupons. Which is a good thing because now that I have Filio TV, for an entire fucking year, I'm gonna just lay on my couch and piss myself while I watch every fucking murder she wrote in history. And unlike stores, we're always in stock. You'll get what you need. Satisfaction guaranteed. So thank you, friends. Once dumpstered a unused like box of adult diapers, and for someone <laughs> no. for someone's birthday party, we all put them on for their for their treat. I don't really know, and uh, pissed <laughs> for their ourselves. Treat? Yeah, we pissed ourselves, and then I was like, let's all take them off and put them in a corner, in the corner of this birthday girl's room as a surprise. It'll be so funny. She didn't think it was that funny. I, my, my truth is that I couldn't, uh, I, I couldn't pee myself, and my depends in front of people, so I went into the bathroom and peed in the depends and then came back out. Aww. Are you still pee shy like that? Yeah, I am. I'm, oh. I'm I'm a little bit better about it. Remember, I was so pee shy. You were when as I was a kid. kid. You were terribly pee shy. Like, terrified of that. Yeah. Yes. Important. Important diva news. Important diva news. Jason is sometimes pee shy. Okay. <laughs> Go back. We're back. We're back at Eve's house. Day. The cops have just arrived, which means after the cops arrive to the scene, who arrives next? Is who arrives? Who 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 who? But who who arrives next? Who do we trust that has to be there? Our Lord and Savior, J.B. Fletcher. Eve, I came as soon as I heard. She's there immediately, and she's on the case. And her first piece of deduction, she's like, hold on, let me look at your jewelry box. She looks in the jewelry box. There's jewelry in it. So what does she deduce? Well, my jewelry's still here. Well, then we're not dealing with a thief, at least not a jewel thief. She's eliminating things. Boom, boom. She's knocking down theories, just like that. And then walks up my favorite part of the entire episode i didn't so okay so there's one sheriff deputy to sheriff matt named i don't know sheriff hee-haw who is a redhead who's really stupid who's like the comic relief of every episode in Cobbett cove but i did not know there was a second deputy named charlie deputy matt? Uh, deputy charlie deputy charlie comes up uh, sheriff uh, from the amount of blood and the size of the wounds the weapon must have been a shotgun fired from say 10 15 feet away but i really can't believe that we've been sleeping on sexy deputy charlie and i really hope he's in other episodes murder she wrote completists please write in and tell me where else i can find him thanks charlie you're always full of surprises because wayne's supposed to be the snack of cobbett cove very (laughs) few snacks but not for you Deputy Charlie is my... Fu- He's so... And I also tried to screenshot this a bunch of times, but Filio has this shit on lockdown. They don't even let you screenshot shit on Filio. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. No, no. Never. So JB looks at her friend Evie and she's like... Eve, you're coming to my house for a few days. Get some things. Oh, no. I no, I, I absolutely insist. Look, the sheriff is going to be sealing off the house and you may not want to come back here for a few days. Thanks, Jessica. 
So she go. We go over to Jess's house for some coffee and to look through some iconic clues with Sheriff Matt. Clue number one: Fred's car was parked far away from Evie's house. Why would that happen? Two: Fred's car was leased, but he was an entrepreneur with millions of dollars. Three: He was behind on car payments. Why would a millionaire entrepreneur be behind on his car payments? Well, while they're all trying to figure this out, Matt gets a call. Turns out... Miss Simpson, this guy, Kippert? Yes? He's got a rap sheet as long as your arm. And he served a sentence in Joliet Prison for Bunko. Bunko? Bunko. Fraud. Flimflam. Flimflam. The guy was a con man, Mrs. Simpson. Con man. He served time in Joliet Prison. He's a Bunko artist, I tell you. No. No, he wouldn't have. He... You love the, you love Bunko. I love Flim Flam. <laughs> Evie's I like, none of these them. words describe. Evie goes into an Emmy award-winning panic. God, was I ever a prize chump? He was searching through my files looking for new clients to swindle. He was trying to get me to invest in the Sullivan Farm. He said his money was tied up, but there was information he had that a shopping center was going up near the property, and I offered to help him find some investors. I guess he couldn't wait. I'm sorry. I like this woman who plays Evie. I think she really nails the horniness really well, but I wish Sally Struthers would have gotten a shot at this larger role of Evie for we this episode. We thought that that is who Sally... We, so, again, always surprises. Cobbett Cove, you can never sleep on what Cobbett Cove is going to give you. You really can't. Um, anyway, you just don't know. Evie loses her fucking mind, and JB gets her to finally calm down, and she's like, wait. Eve... Besides Mr. Kibbert, did you tell anyone that you would be out of the house at nine? No one. Wayne Bennett knew. You canceled your private workout. That's right. If Kibbert were still alive, we could ask him who else. If Fred were still alive, I would kill him myself. So then we head back to jail where Honey Boy Jim and his husband Lil, he's gone to jail for breaking into Wayne's world. <laughs> and his husband Lil... And I don't really know why they're there. I just, it's like... wife, Lil, babe. I don't know why he got arrested for that. But Joe gives Sheriff Matt a clue. He saw Freddy's red convertible leave Wayne's World gym. So Wayne's got to know him. Everything's falling into place. Let's fucking interrogate Wayne. So Sheriff Matt heads down to Wayne's World. And they get hella flirty. So, uh, so that's where my wife keeps in shape, huh? Adele is doing splendidly, Sheriff. She made a real commitment here. Uh, I know. I just paid her bill from last month. <laughs> well, no pain, no gain. So is there something I can do for you? Hella flirty for early 90s primetime CBS on a Sunday night. And Wayne gets Sheriff Matt to try his magic orange juice. Get the stuff my wife drinks. You ever tried it? <laughs> On the house. It's got no sugars, no calories, packed with natural vitamins, bottle day, making you a new man, Sheriff. Well, thanks. I, uh, I appreciate that. I'll just, uh, I'll just save it for the car, right? Have a nice day. And Sheriff Matt takes it out and holds it kind of weird and looks at it, which is a big clue, which leads us to a commercial break. So Angie Harmon is back at the commercial selling us what? Um, Norton's lo- life locks. <laughs> Norton's life lock. Criminals can use ransomware, spyware, or malware to gain access to information like your name, your birthday, and even your social security number. And this is where I remind all of you that Angie Harmon is a fucking Republican. She spoke out <laughs> for George W. Bush. She loved John McCain. And my dad is the biggest Angie Harmon fan on the fucking planet. But then Angie, twist, then Angie got her ass in trouble with the MAGAs 
recently because on her Instagram, she wore a fucking t-shirt that said feminism is for everyone. And the MAGA people basically tried to get her killed. Yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) That makes good sense, right? That makes good sense. So that's your politics corner for this episode for everyone who is like, don't let Angie Harmon go by as an unheralded TV diva. We're not letting it slip. Okay, so now, so now I'm taking over the now. No, this is so after this life lock, um, Norton's life lock. Um, then I take over, and then the next commercials we see are are uh, the announcement of the Hallmark Spring specials coming up. Forgot this. Nothing. No, yes, girl. Nothing. Again, nothing can get your pillow more wet with <laughs> with Evie's panty creaming than the Hallmark Spring. Spring lineup, which is so many. I don't think we understand how many things they can throw at you. Spring Flames, now through April 26th, only on Hallmark Channel. Quite a lot. And then right after that comes a really suspect, um, panty, I guess kind of all-around underwear line, but for this commercial, it was for bras Mm -hmm. called Tommy John's. Tommy John's. And... P.U. Tommy John sounds like a cousin of Jimmy John's, the sandwich <laughs> shop. And Tommy John makes the most comfortable bras on the planet. Meet your new BFF. Our bras without metal underwires still provide all the support you need with added comfort. Can I please? Can I please get the cl- that classic tuna? And just to let you know, I'm wearing my Tommy John's. <laughs> Do you think you get a discount at Jimmy John's yeah, if you have a Tommy 10%. John's bra on? Ten percent. Do you think you'd get pee off. shy if you had to pee in a Tommy John's underwear? Yeah, they're like, uh, you have to show us. That's one of the rules for the ten percent discount. You got to show us your Tommy John's hashtag. It's an Instagram hashtag ad. Me eating my Tommy, my Jimmy John's, my Jimmy and, John's and my Tommy, Tommy John's. John's. Jimmy John's, please become ad. sponsor for the girls' podcast. <laughs> yeah, both you cousins or cousins, Tommy and. <laughs> Tommy and Jimmy. Tommy and good old Tommy and Jimmy John. Um, okay, and we're out of commercial break. And where are we now? We we're in God's house. Yes, we're back at JB Fletcher's. Because JB Fletcher was just like when she was at Eve's, she was like, "Honey, this is not safe. No, this is this is not. People we are getting we, shot from your window." Uh, people getting shot from your window and I have cast enough ancient mystery spells mm-hmm. around my sanct- my sanctuary mm-hmm. that um, I-, I can protect you. Not always, because some people do die, do I think. Do people die in at Jessica's house? I don't think um, so. Uh, in the vicinity, for sure. Well, I guess everything is in the vicinity of God's house, but... Yeah. Um, but so so she's like, girl, let's have let's have our let's have a classic sleepover. I'm obsessed. Yeah. I'm obsessed with this <laughs> I house. I feel I w- like all there is nothing I want more on earth than to have a sleepover with JB Fletcher. Uh, I feel like all Jessica does is write novels and make stews and cook as all Jay just in case the whole town stops by. Mm-hmm. She's always making a clam chowder. She's always <laughs> making some hot cocoa. She always mm-hmm. has coffee brewing. Oh, always delicious coffee, morning, night. Always perfect, 3 flawless, floral, wallpapers, doilies, old oak clocks. I bet sometimes she's like, you, you, do, you, do, do you guys want like a little um, French vanilla coffee? Does anyone want to have any fun, fun tonight? Any, any fun tonight going to be had? We can sit around as I read my next great American novel. Did you see I'm kind of dressed like J.B. Fletcher today? 
I kind yes. of wanted. Oh, yeah. Okay, you in really case are. anyone doesn't know, pod, podcasting is an audio medium, not a visual medium. If any of you are new to this, and but I'm wearing a chunky, comfy sweater with like a little pop of color collar coming out. I'm kind of giving you um, Jim, who's in jail, the angry husband. I'm wearing like <laughs> uh, 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 you would describe this as a form of brown Carhartt zippy uh, with my <laughs> mullet cascading down the hood. So yeah, I, I'm a hand. I'm I'm a hand. I'm a handyman at Cabo Cove. I can do that. I can do that. <laughs> okay, um, so we're back at Jess's house. We're back at Jessica's house, and Ben, the reporter who cannot ride a bike, is also there. Yes, it's the morning. They've just they've woken up, and Ben um, has heard. About the murder. Ben has heard of the murder, and he's like, he's like, give me the 411, Eve. I am a newspaperman hot on the trail of a story, and the cold-blooded murder of a con man in your bedroom happens to be news, Mrs. Simpson. You are making it seem as if Mr. Kepler and I were having an affair to occur, Mr. Devlin. I think you've been watching too much Geraldo. Absolutely not. It's Reference not. of current times, which, a- you, you absolutely. know. Absolutely. Fuck Geraldo. We have, we, we have Wayne's, Wayne is current, Geraldo is current fuck Geraldo. Um, I'm glad she was like, none of that here in Cobbett Cove. Geraldo was not for the girls. Um, and Ben is like, Ben is like, this is big news. This would be a pretty good story even in St. Louis here in Cobbett Cove. It is real big news. And mm-hmm. Nick and I are like, girl, no, actually, death in Cobbett Cove is as common as breathing and Jessica <laughs> making coffee. So like, I know he's like, death he is one of the least it, big news. He tries to call Cobbett Cove. You ought to rename this place Catatonia. And I'm like, what are you talking about, Ben? Maybe you have yeah. the highest murder per capita of any city on earth. On, on, on earth. Um, on also, earth, my ben. favorite line happens in this scene when Jessica says, She may be right, Ben. You know, the printed page will never scoop the beauty parlor hotline. And I was like, fucking, you know, you want to get Joni Mitchell tattooed on your thigh? I want to get this <laughs> quote well, tattooed on my thigh. Okay. Hey, listen, I fully, I will hold you to that. I will hold you to, I'm going to order you a gun and some ink right now, mama. And send it your way. Practice. Practice makes perfect that saying. Um... And so Ben's like, okay, Eve, blowing you off. It's time to go. I'm leaving. And Jessica's like, Ben, wait. I need a lift to LaRue's drugstore before it closes. And so they, they go out and they go to the iconic pharmacy. And Ben's just like blowing smoke. And because Eve had told him, like, she's pulling her realtor advertisements from the Cobbett Cove paper. And Ben's like, she didn't even pay for that. Who cares? All of this is being said at the gossipy pharmacy. Right, yes. And Jessica steps into the farm and she's like, oh my goodness, hello, hello, who's here? Nancy, where are you? Where and is then, Nancy LaRue? Sally Struthers, she's supposed to be working at the pharmacy. She's supposed to be, but then out like a jack-in-the-box pops creepy bald pharmacist man, Nancy's husband. Mm-hmm. And Jess is like, 24-7, Nancy's here, where is she? And Clarence, a pharmacist, is like, you know what drove up to Augusta last night. Family emergency. Oh, dear. Yep, her sister took sick. And uh, Nancy's helping out with the kids. I'll put this on your charge. Thank you. Say hello when she gets back. We don't ever know what Jessica wants, but Nick and I surmise that it's like a high quantity of sunshine. Mm. Pill, sunshine that Pills that have sunshine mm-hmm. and yeah. fish and oil. Little, mm-hmm. And a little vitamin C. Yes. Because that's all she needs. That's all. Yeah. That she probably just takes water Maybe pills a- to make everyone else feel like she's normal. I think she, she has doesn't, to. She doesn't. I mean, it just makes her humble. 
to take yeah, a couple of vitamins. She doesn't need vitamins. Yeah, you know, she she goes to that hair salon and her hair is perfect and she's just like fake it. Fake it. Exactly. It I just makes it like feel this. good. <laughs> yeah, make oh. she, you have to be you have to keep up a sense of normalcy to be so you know what I mean? She's not yeah. she's not ruling over like a lord. It's like did you guys ever hear that song What If God Was One of Us? Well, that, it was yeah. answered on this show, Murder She Wrote. It it was. And JB Fletcher actually wrote that in a poem in like Death on Death on Death on the River Cobbett Cove. So that's actually <laughs> exactly. what if God was one of us was actually an original <laughs> of Jessica <laughs> Fletcher. She's she's given us all clues. Okay. So so we so we get that inf- so we get that information. Nance is gone, right? Gone. And so, time. bam, we get that. Put that in your pockets and and, <laughs> and put that in your pipes and smoke on it. And then we get back to Wayne's pump and grind, uh-huh. where where who our iconic Ruth, mm-hmm. um, kind of the lead of the Greek chorus, is wearing an entire yellow ensemble, yellow headband, yellow kind of t shirt dress, like yellow mm-hmm. it's everything, cute as fuck. It's everything I want to wear. And she's gossiping with Lil, the, that wife of the husband that's in jail. Lil's kind of like the henchwoman. This is how I see her. <laughs> and, and they're just like gossiping about Eve. It is not just idle gossip, Betty. I got straight from Loretta down at the beauty parlor. A man was found shot to death in Eve's bedroom. Besides, it made the morning papers. I read the newspapers. Now, exactly what the man was wearing, I wouldn't know. And Eve is like sipping on... On Wayne's like, you know, uh, I don't know, power shake. And she turns around and she's like, I know, Renee. The look was Ivy League, but the jury is still out on whether the suit was paid for. And they start getting in a brawl, but Wayne takes his magic hands and diffuses it. Hey, girls, let's not turn this into kickboxing, all right? And all the women kind of fell back into their natural puddle states when Wayne's around. Yes. And they, they chill out. But as that chilling is going, the sheriff stops in and he stops class. Wayne Bennett. Alias Wayne Freeman. I'm arresting you for the murder of Fred Deppard. Hit the showers, ladies. This is in front of all the town's women. Oh my gosh. It's big news. And so Eve sees it. And what does she do? She She has to direct call. She has to direct call the jury, the executioner, Jessica herself. And she's like, Jessica, get down there. It's get horrible. Down. You have to get down to the jail and solve this because, like, it can't be Wayne. Because it can't be Wayne. He, Wayne, Wayne, Wayne is not a killer. He's a lover, not a fighter. I wrote, not sexy Wayne. Not no. sexy Wayne. Before he even gets to the jail cell, the sheriff is like, guess what, Wayne? You also have a rap sheet the size of Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Flim flam. Would you like me to read you a list of the Bunko convictions? Okay. Flim flam. Flim bunko. flam. Wow. Who? The dead man has flim flam? You're a Bunko, too. Wow. Coincidence? Probably not. Oh, yeah, not a cup of coke. Where did he get those fingerprints? Off of the magical juice that Wayne gave him. Off of the orange juice he gave him before the second commercial break. And Wayne's like, listen, yes, I was in jail. It sucked. Like, I do have a rap sheet, but I'm going, I'm going straight. I'm mm-hmm. just trying to convince women to shill out like thousands of dollars exactly. for, my, for my Wayne's potions and my Wayne's stepper size. Ooh, I would wish there was those little mini trampolines. We didn't get to see that, but I bet they were doing some. <laughs> I bet he was also selling like mini trampolines with his face on it. I bet um, he was selling some Tommy John bras. Yeah. And so, and so, and, and, and they were like, and they're like, Wayne, where were you? He's like, I was watching TV. And they're like, Really? That's your alibi? You were watching TV? Like, I don't think so. You're you're in jail. And Jessica's at Jessica's at the sheriff's station and she hears the whole thing. Yes. And she's like No, he may very well have killed Mr. Gebert. But I'm pretty sure that he wasn't telling the truth about something. 
what I'd like to suggest is, that is if it's all right with you, of course. Of course. Is that I spend a few moments alone with him. Maybe get him to open up a bit. Who knows, he might tell me something that he would feel reluctant to reveal to you. And so mm -hmm. she goes into the jail cell, as Nick was saying. Yes. So she goes into the jail cell and she's like, Wayne, you got to talk to me. <laughs> Iconic. They just let Jessica go alone into the jail cell with no one all watching. All the time. Just all like, the time. All the time. All the time. I mean, she can move through bars. She can change her molecules. She can, she can teleport. She can so, move through walls. It's, we're fine. We're yeah, safe. Okay. We're safe. But like, it's I mean, still why, wild. Why would you try to stop her if she was just going to like go in there anyway? And but Wayne's not going to. Wayne's just he he can't give it up. He can't give up what he knows or what not the even dirt to. Is. He can't even say it when God's asking him directly to his face. No. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. So then, because <laughs> now we're going. To my next favorite, my this is my favorite scene. This is my, and, and especially during the time of being XL from Paradise, they go into what looks like the healthiest, most beautiful '90s version of a grocery store, Cobbett mm. Cove's grocery store. Get lit! There's one grocery store in Cobbett Cove, and Ruthie and Lil are fucking shopping in it, and they're gossiping because listen, <laughs> the pharmacy, the hair salon, and now the grocery store. These are the places to gossip. It's ridiculous, arresting Wayne. <laughs> That dumb sheriff, he ought to have his head examined. And his wife. Did you know that she's got a Marine Corps tattoo right here? No. Yeah. <laughs> it's criminal. You know, I think we should get together. I mean, all of us. Form a committee, hire an attorney. Ah, my husband, the lawyer. Fine, fine by me. As soon as we get home, we'll start calling. Good. I think I want to work at the grocery store. Because, like, I love all the pretty produce, and I love hearing all the ladies, and I can, like, talk to them and get to know them. And before mm. this, I wanted to be the clown of Cobbett Cove. But now I think I just want to be a simple grocery store worker of Cobbett Cove. Um, you know, I could be the, um, you know, the pepper. I, I, I'm, a, I'm a pepper specialist. Uh, just the peppers? <laughs> just the peppers. Just the color, just, just a different kind of peppers. That's Cobbett Cove has those kind of specialists. I guarantee Absolutely. you. <laughs> I guarantee you. Um, so, so they're gossiping, and then there's a young woman there. Okay, so there's okay. So we've we haven't mentioned this. Wayne's clientele are all all fifties plus, mm -hmm. and there's lady a been this, ladies. Yes, yes. <laughs> there's been. This kind of other girl who's been in all the classes, just kind of in the sidelines, kind of peeking around the corners, you know, like, who's she? Looking and like a young Karen Allen. Exactly. That's exactly what she looks like. And she overhears a Greek chorus kind of gossiping. And she's just, like, beside herself. And because she evaporated through the bars and then decided to do grocery shopping, God herself was also at the grocery store. Mm-hmm. Picking up her clams, her Just, chowder, mm -hmm. her Picking up French vanilla heavy coffee. cream to make her chowder. I'm trying to sell her a new fun pepper. And she goes up to Jessica and she's like, Mrs. Fletcher? Oh, hello. It's Betty, isn't it? I think we met one night at Ethan's Simpson's house. Right. I wasn't sure that you'd remember. Um, Mrs. Fletcher, I think I kind of need your advice. Well, what is it? Wayne told the sheriff that the night Fred Kebbard was killed, that he was alone in his apartment watching television. That isn't true. Fact is, he was with me. And Jessica's like, say what, girl? And she's like... You see, for the past nine months, Wayne and I have been married. That's right. Mic drop. Mm -hmm. Wayne's got a sweet honey. And she Wayne's was... wife. Wayne's wife. This is Wayne's wife. Here comes mm -hmm. Wayne's wife being like, and I was watching TV with Wayne. And she's like... Oh, girl, let's skedaddle. Back to the... So now we're back at the sheriff's office. Back at the police station. Back at the police station. 
And she's like, listen, Sheriff, like, I'm Wayne's wife. Like, I have papers to prove it. Like, mm-hmm. here's my my ring. Wayne's like, I couldn't say it because it was bad for business. You can't look like me and mm-hmm. sh- and try to and try to con no. um, the Mimas of if our you lives. Have a wife. If you have a young, beautiful brunette wife, a young Karen yeah. Allen. Yeah, you can't. Um, the Mimas won't take it. What a good. What you know. What a understanding wife yeah they're like they're like early 90s pro sex work uh couple but the sheriff's like you know what i'm sorry that's just you know that's just one other that's just your word and that's still not a love so lock him up back to mm. jail he goes so where do we go now just because like Evie's i'm having yard. to take this i'm having to take this on myself and let's She's go like, in, i need to walk around iconic, the crime scene let's do an iconic standout Stand mm-hmm. out of the yard and just kind of look. You know, one thing just doesn't add up. If Wayne was going back to his old con games, why kill Fred Keppard? I mean, why not just team up with him and operate the landswindle? Oh, Sheriff, there you are. Sheriff, if you're all finished, I'd like to move back in now. It's me, ladies. Floyd. The sheriff's in the living room. I'll check with him. This it's deputy redhead dog. It's not Deputy Charlie, who, if I worked in <laughs> Cabot Cove, I would be Deputy Charlie's assistant or his footman or the person you who would... does his underwear laundry. No, you would be his quote unquote roommate, his lifetime <laughs> yeah. companion. Oh, They're just man. friends. They're just friends. They're just friends. Oh. Yeah, so Jessica realizes that when you're standing 15 feet away at nighttime looking through a window, you can't tell who the fuck the person is. So and she's like, bing, 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 bing. Oh, my everything's God. Everything's firing off. This is the moment, my favorite moment in any episode oh, of Murder, She Wrote, where Jessica makes the realization. Maybe that's what happened. What? Eve, who besides you and me and Wayne knew that you wouldn't be at the house Friday night? Well, just Fred, I guess. Which is why Fred showed up to go through your files. A darkened bedroom window. He was shot from 10, 15 feet away? Yes. Maybe he was shot from outside the house. Maybe he was shot from here, through the open window. And like me, the killer couldn't see inside very well, so he shot Fred by mistake. Eve, someone else was supposed to be here at this house that night. At least he was, until you canceled the appointment. Wayne. And they start deducing. They start, it's called the deduce. This is this the is deduction. where you, d- d- deductions. And so the <laughs> d- 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 deduction. D- deduction time. Dun 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 Right, um, definitely not. They're like, Jessica, Lil, God doesn't kill. Too short no. to look over the window. Um, the husband, the like, you know, husband. Which, he is was in, in jail. jail. He was in jail He's, that night. He didn't do it. He didn't do it. Um, his henchwoman, Lil, didn't do it because she, she, all, she all she can do is gossip. And so they were like, "Oh my God, the only other people in the pharmacy was Nancy and, and Creepy Clarence, mm-hmm. the Larues." And oh my God, Nancy ran away, just disappeared. Sally Struthers disappeared on the night disappeared. of the murder. Disappeared. Okay. And right, but right before they realize that, there's a commercial break. Oh, you, oh, girl, you love. Oh, you, oh, you want to do the Cindy? You want to do our Cindy Crawford moment Listen, here, Mama? Cindy Crawford does basically an infomercial in the middle of Jess's realization that Nancy Larue is the killer. She does an infomercial for her fucking 
skincare line, which is made by Melons in France. The secret to Cindy's surprisingly ageless skin is Meaningful Beauty Supreme, created by French anti-aging specialist Dr. Jean-Louis Sabah. Dr. Sabah has been hailed as an anti-aging guru and a skin magician. His youth-preserving formulas come from a genetically unique melon found only in the south of France. Unknown melons. They, they specifically say that it's a melon only in France, and then they show you the picture, and it looks just like a cantaloupe. But they don't uh-huh. call it a cantaloupe because it's only yeah. it's only a special France that you can only grow in France. This melon with an astonishing youth-preserving enzyme known as the youth molecule that's kept Cindy's skin looking so youthful. This melon, it's an anti-aging melon. They also show two melons over time aging, and one melon decomposes, but the other melon doesn't. Just watch as an ordinary melon wrinkles, ages, and decays. While the remarkable melon containing the youth molecule on the right stays fresh and firm. I'm about to turn 50, and people absolutely can't believe it. They say there's no way. There's no way. I would buy this. This is the one thing I think I would buy. Besides the adult diapers, I would buy this. I definitely want to buy this. I'm going to put on my adult diaper and then not age <laughs> Never enough age. to need it. Yeah, just At least not my in my face. face. But he doesn't look old enough to be peeing himself on his couch. <laughs> but I am. But Cindy Crawford covered that up for me. Honey, it's melon a melon. Juice. It's a melon. I don't know. It's a melon. I don't know what it's, kind of melon. It's called, they don't, mean, I, they don't tell it's you called Meaningful Beauty. You can buy it on Amazon. Um, they are soon to be a sponsor of this podcast. And I just fucking love Cindy Crawford. I love everything about her. I always have. <laughs> okay. That's it. I stand. That's, that's the diva I stand. news. I stand. Diva, diva news. My, diva, my ears, one of my secret divas. Cindy fucking Crawford. Super <laughs> work the runway the girl. more of model divas. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. That's very true. <laughs> that's um, true. That's it's true. Like that's Twiggy, true. Cindy Crawford, Naomi Campbell. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. That's it. Iman. Iman. Mm-hmm. And... Mm-hmm. Lauren Bacall. And Janice Dickinson, bitch, are the original (laughs) supermodel. Don't you ever forget. She was the uh, first. She was the first. Icon. Janice Dickinson is an icon. Um, Okay, Okay, now we're back. Sally Struthers. Here we go. We're coming. We're coming to the home run. We're coming to the home run, and they all. Eve, the sheriff, um, God herself, are sitting in um, Nancy and Clarence's floral gorgeous house i'm talking mm-hmm. couch matches matches the um matches the, the wallpaper like it's like mm-hmm. that bitch it's Everything. like that it's like it's my dream house like laura ashley is truly my diva you should know <laughs> i actually I, I i have one of her iconic books as one of my coffee books sitting out just it's to like, flip through this house that sally struthers lives in looks like it was designed by marcia gay harden's character in mona lisa smile Mm-hmm. Yeah, but updated for the 80s, I would say. So it just has a little <laughs> bit more of that fucked up feel. And so they're like, Nancy, sweetie, you got to come clean. What happened? And Nancy was like, she was like, I just. Eileen's kids were both sick with the flu and her husband was out of town on business. So she called and asked if I could stay for a couple of days. That's all there is to it. Does your sister have a phone number? Sheriff, I didn't kill this Fred Keppert. I didn't even know him. But you knew Wayne Bennett. Excuse me, Nancy. What time did you leave for Augusta? I don't know. Around nine, I guess. Anyone see you? No. No, wait. I pulled into the Dusty River Motel around 10 o'clock. It's about an hour's drive from here on the interstate. It's just outside of Whitson. To the Dusty Ray Bottoms Motel. The Dusty Ray Bottoms, the Dusty Inn Motel. And Jessica's like, 
Nance, girl, but you were only an hour, another hour away. So this was a two-hour drive. <laughs> you were only an hour away from those flu-stricken kids. Like It seems odd to me that you would stop off at a motel. I mean, you were only an hour from Augusta. Well, I... I was tired. I couldn't keep my eyes open. I was afraid of falling asleep at the wheel. That's right. And then Nancy's just like, give up the goat. She's like, Clarence, I can't anymore. Also, she's like, I she can't. has a huge shiner on her face. Yeah, which which God knows, because God knows every hair on your head. Mm-hmm. As Nick says, there's only one print in the sands. <laughs> and those are, when there's only one set of footprints, they're Jessica Fletcher's. And that's why there's, they look like they're made by a low pump or a sensible walking shoe. I want you to read the, the Walking in the Sands um, poem at my funeral, but like, <laughs> but like anytime they like, I don't know, say footprints or God or, 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 or feet, just, just do that. Just insert that as like a, as a big yoke. <laughs> I'll, just say, I'll just say they're Fletcher prints. <laughs> yeah, Fletcher, yeah. <laughs> yeah, whew, that's going to be a fun one. Um, so and Sally so Nancy's like, a... I can't do this anymore. And so she's like, and she's she's like in a very emotional, very emotional monologue. Yeah, this is this is where the, we think this is why Sally Struthers took it because it really does take because uh, you know you're all about hunky Wayne and what's the drama, and then Sally brings you the drama, and she and she's mm-hmm. like, Clarence, it's no good. I can't lie anymore. Nancy, don't. The truth is. Clarence and I had a fight. I, I came home around 8.30 or so. I- I'd been down by the ocean sitting and thinking. I do that a lot when I want to sort things out for myself. And I had a lot on my mind. Such as? My life. My marriage. Clarence had been drinking. He started accusing me of being with Wayne. Well, I hadn't been, but he wouldn't listen to me. He never listens to me when it gets like that. Alcohol makes him crazy. He hit me. For a moment, I thought he was going to kill me. All I could think of was getting out of there. I I, I didn't even pack a bag. I I drove and drove. I had no idea where I was going. And I saw the motel, and I pulled in. I was so upset. I realized that I was maybe going to have an accident on the road. They called the hotel, and they're like, you know what? Nancy's been here. Nancy's been here for days. And yes, she checked in at this time, like an hour before the murder. So they're like, "Uh uh-oh, who's the other person in the pharmacy then? It's you, Clarence. It was you. Mm-hmm. You're the only one that knew about these plants. And Clarence, this is when Clarence just drops it. He just drops it like it's hot. He was just like, I had too much to drink that night, like Nancy said. I was pitifully drunk and feeling sorry for myself. All I could think about was losing Nancy. And then it hit me. I remembered Wayne would be at Eve, so I grabbed my shotgun. All I could think about was that damn city fella and his line of gab and his hands on every woman in town and us husbands paying for the privilege. I came up the side of her house, looked in the window. It was dark, but I saw him. I figured I'd be doing myself and every man in town a favor. I fired, and he dropped. And I thought about the men of Cobbett Cove, which you should never fucking think about the men of Cobbett Cove, sweetie. Don't think about the men of anywhere. That's when that's that's when you go to the downtown places when you start thinking about the men of Cobbett Cove. And who that's and who is and who problem. is the master? Who is the master of the downtown place of the underworld? Nancy Herman. Nancy Herman. Or Carol Baskin. 
Carol, oh, Baskin. Carol Baskin. No, who's 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 lock who's lockdown? Who's the lock who's locked up? Who, what's her name? Angie Herman. Angie, Angie, Angie Herman, Herman works at the downtown place. But she no, does. She's one of Carol Baskin's I, minions. I, I, and in I this actually, universe, we are in a battle of good and evil between Jessica Fletcher, God, and Carol Baskin, the devil. But here's the thing: if you put Carol Baskin in the downtown place, I also kind of want to go to the downtown place. <laughs> of course, that's why it's tempting. It is that's very tempting. It sounds you. like a lot of fun because you want to you... go down and volunteer for seven hundred hours so you can get a T-shirt. Because guess what? Because guess what? Carol also guess what? Carol the devil also does. She bike rides, sweetie. She <laughs> is an iconic. God and the devil are both bike riding. What path are you gonna take? What path are you gonna take? And so Clarence is clearly in the downtown place and he's like, I'm drunk. I was drunk. I was mad. You know, like Nancy's just like, I don't even know who she is anymore because she's trying to transform herself. And I just thought, (laughs) which women don't do, I guess. And I just thought, um, who's the problem? Who's, Who's causing all the ruckus in town? It's Wayne, and I know where he's going to be. So he drunkenly takes his, like, Elmer Fudd rifle and, <laughs> and like, walks over to Eve's place and just, just... shoots through the window. <laughs> just shoots through the window. Just blindly shoots through the window at some shadow in there and goes back home. And as he says, he just passes out on the couch and wakes up the next day and realizes what he does. And then later... He realizes he wasn't. He didn't even solve the. He didn't even try to solve the issues of the men of Cobbett Cove. He actually killed the wrong person. And he sits down and he's like, "Nancy, I, I loved you. I really did." And off he goes to jail. Aren't you excited for Nancy Larue's life post Clarence being in jail for the rest of his life? I am. You know, I am glad that creepy. Cla- it was creepy Clarence because from yeah, from right away, I'm like this doesn't look right like i'm not getting good vibes Mm -hmm. and i just feel like now now nancy can flourish as the pharmaceuticist of her life you know she can get some plan b to the children she can get some prep to the children (laughs) yes she can yes she's handing out condoms she's like has like a condom bowl right there it's like becomes a i feel like she's an activist she becomes an aggressive activist fucking pharmacy yeah and she is the one pharmacist in cove now and she's just it's gonna be sally struthers to she's gonna be jessica's assistant it's gonna be good it's really gonna be good um and so then they always so so it's clarence y'all it's clarence did you did you could you did you know that that's where we're gonna go did you deduce did you make a deduction deduction of it um so then they always do the very end. Uh, they always do like a little, I don't know, just kind of like, okay, so we finished a the button. murder. Let's have a little button. Let's just have a little light Jessica button down at the sheriff's office. And be- because we didn't, re- Wayne is a huckster throughout this. Wayne's a kind. Every time Wayne yeah. kind of comes in, he's trying to sell stuff. He's trying to sell his like workout juices and potions. And one of the things was he was trying to sell. Shower heads. A shower head. No idea why. Like a magical shower head. And mm-hmm. The sheriff Matt like has one. Yeah, he got and Jessica's like, to buy and Jessica one. knows a clue clue when she sees one. Mm-hmm. And Jessica's like, mm, Sheriff Matt, why do you have one of the Wayne's World shower heads? Comes absolutely free when you sign up for a year's worth of Wayne's new bodybuilding classes. <laughs> you, Mort? Surely you jest. This is strictly self-preservation. Believe me. Last night, Adele and me got into a little arm wrestling competition. She took me ten out of ten. Oh dear. The yeah, oh dear is right. Before she started going to Wayne's, I'd always win at least one. Sometimes even two. 
Yep. And that and Jessica finds that to be hilarious. She finds it to be so funny. She freeze frames in a smile. <laughs> she free frames. She she freeze frames herself. She's like, and boom, magic. Friend. Let me pause. pause the reality of Cobbett Cove yep. as we disappear into the fog and ether of Filio and other B list, C list streaming services. Okay, that so <laughs> as there we disappear we go. from Cobbett Cove, and now we. We like bicycle ride backwards out, and you realize that you're driving back into the world, which is run by Beelzebub, yep. Carol Baskin. Yep, you're yep you're on the you're you're on that Hades boat again. Um, <laughs> you're on that Hades bicycle until we return to Cobbett Cove once more. Once more, I hope that I hope I hope our our fantasy of Cobbett Cove, our our heaven, uh, you know, gives you a little bit of some. Gives you a gives you just a moment of peace, just a magic place to go to, in your mind. Just go figure out. Tell us what your job would be in Cabot Cove. What would it be? Yeah. yeah. Do you want to work? Do you want to be Sally Struthers' assistant? Do you want to be? Want... Do you want to be the pepper man at the grocery store's assistant? Yeah, you, that's what I was saying. That yep, you could be my. Yeah, I do need an assistant. You can't. I don't need an assistant because I'm going to take care of all of Deputy Charlie's needs by myself. You're taking care, but I need an assistant because I'm getting some of these um, peppers from France, and they don't have any names on them. They're they're unnamed, <laughs> but they don't they do not rot. <laughs> they don't rot, and so like we're just like doing having to do some scientific some scientific <laughs> stuff there. So you should team up with Sally Struthers to make an anti aging line that you could sell with Wayne at her pharmacy. <laughs> pepper, pepper spray, pepper spray your face. <laughs> Just pepper spray your face <laughs> until you look like Cindy Crawford. <laughs> until it just freezes. Until it freezes like Jessica that got herself at the end of this episode. <laughs> I'm gonna you pepper spray your face so much so that you can't see. <laughs> well, I can't see if I'm aging anymore, so I don't know. <laughs> okay, Battle okay. Angels, keep throwing up those tracks on the playlist. Watch the comeback for next week, and we love you. We love you. Goodbye. Cobbett Cove, out. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.